156. Um, verse 1. Be gracious to me, O God, for man has trampled upon me. Fighting all day long, he oppresses me. My foes have trampled upon me all day long, for they are many who fight proudly against me. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust. I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do to me? Right? So, look at this, this first verse. Be gracious to me, O God, for man has trampled upon me, fighting all day long. He oppresses me. You know, one of the one of the, the most painful things that can happen to someone, right, is when they feel that they haven't done anything and they are hurt by someone, right? And one of the worst hurts, we can be hurt by family members, right? We can be hurt in the workplace. We can be, and there's many different forms of hurt, of course, rejection, uh, feeling devalued, that goes on around this time. And we, uh, Sandy and I, talked for the past couple of weeks on the radio just about the stress of being around family members. Many family members, many family members consider it to be stressful being around family because they do feel that they've been oppressed. They do feel that they've been hurt. They do feel that they have been singled out, right? That somehow different family members have picked them out as a common enemy, right? To almost unify the family and almost make themselves look good at their expense, right? And that can be very, very painful. Is this my foes have trampled upon me all day long, for they are many who fight proudly against me. You know, there are many people there. Are, I mean, I hear, of course, all the time about people who feel that they're oppressed by family in the workplace and all over the place. And when that happens, when you feel that you've been hurt and singled out, look what he says in verse three. When I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. In God whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do to me? When people, when people do get oppressed by people for no apparent reason, it can almost give you this fear of people, right? People can be afraid of people, especially people who are in positions of power over them, right? People can be afraid of, um, I know, the, the, the landlord, the boss, the supervisor, uh, different kinds of family members. There's certain family members who, oh, oh wow, I go to Thanksgiving, hope that they're not gonna uh, make fun uh, 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 of me. I hope that, you know, around the table, they're not going to call me greedy because I'm going up for another plate. Oh, I've got to behave in this particular way. But it all is fear, is what Marsha was 
um, talking about earlier when she she reached out uh, with me. That's a very, very common thing, right? There's a fear of being around certain people, even though these people may be family members, sometimes the fear is even worse because it's family members. There are people who would prefer to ask favors from strangers rather than family members, right? And I know that this is resonating with someone, but look what he says, when, I'm, when I am afraid, and this is kind of building off what we were talking about yesterday, I will put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid, what can mere man do to me? You know, one of the, one of the greatest reasons why we fear people is because we put our trust in them. That's the problem. We've put our trust in them. There's a great scripture in Acts 5, verse 29. We should obey God and not man. And that's when the disciples, well, they're actually apostles now because they've been sent, but they're told by the religious leader, stop, stop doing that. Stop preaching that Christ. Stop that nonsense. And they say, we should obey God. God and not man. You know, the greatest way to overcome fear is when you can solemnly say, I'm going to obey God and not man. You are all of a sudden above it. And this is what he's saying. Look what he says. He says, um, I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do to me. In fact, if you are afraid, if it's the other way around and you are afraid of man, right, and not God, it's like man becomes your God. You are worshiping man. And, and that is, that. all that's going to do is restrict your life because man is restricted. Man needs help. I don't care who your, your boss is. He could be Baron Philippe. It doesn't matter who he is. He's still man, right? He, he is still man. And one thing that I found, fear of man, you are so restricted. But fear of God, you are so unrestricted, right? Fear of God brings a freedom. And here's the other thing. If you are afraid of man, your boss, I'm going to tell you, you're afraid of a million other things. But when you are afraid of God, and I'm talking about a healthy fear now, an emotionally healthy fear, that becomes a shield and a protection against all other fears. I would prefer to have a healthy fear of God than fearing a million other things right? People are afraid of so many different things. When you have your fear, the, the object of your fear in the wrong place, that is man. You are afraid of so many other things. You're anxious without even knowing it because you got the, 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 the actual uh, order of things now is inverted. 
The order of things is inverted. Man is a contingent being like all of us, meaning man's life is contingent upon some something greater, someone greater. That is God. God is not, God's life is not contingent upon anyone. Man needs God to be here. God doesn't need man to be here. So let's get it right. In fact, in Matthew 10, verse 28, Jesus said, don't be afraid of those that can destroy the body only, but fear him who has the power to destroy both body and soul in hell. Right? It's so liberating. Yes, can man destroy your body? Yes, but man cannot destroy your eternal destiny. Only God can do that. We have to see it for what it is. There are 10-year-old kids that join gangs, that go around with guns that can destroy your body. Yeah, a stray bullet can destroy your body, but it's only God that has the power to destroy both body and soul in hell. And that's why we have to get this thing in the right order. You have to say, I need fear no one but God. And when I fear God, I am shielded from all other fears. All other fears. Because if you have a fear of man, you have so many other fears. Just because the order of things is upside down. The order was meant to be, you fear God, you need not fear anything or anyone else. But when you fear man, you fear everything. Remember Peter? Remember his denial of Christ? What was that? Fear of man. I don't know the man, I, I tell you. I don't know him. But remember when Peter came back to Christ? Peter was fearless. You know why? Because he got the correct order of things. He sees God as the ultimate cover. If I fear God, I need not fear anything else. I need not fear anyone else. If I only fear God, I'm on an equal footing with everybody. Doesn't matter who they are, what they've got, their position, you are on an equal footing, really. But when you have this fear of man, you are almost going to fear anyone that barks. And when you fear anyone that barks, you cannot really put God in his correct place in your life. There's an order, really. There, there is an order. And when you have that fear of, of God, you get your, your, um, the, your, the way you look at things in the correct order. Well, I don't need to be afraid of, of this person. I don't need to be afraid of this situation. You know why? Because I fear God. And because I fear God, I need not fear anyone else. God is enough. We all know God is in the category all by himself right? Whereas man is in a category with so many others. So if you fear one, you almost fear everybody else in that category, right? You fear the one who's in a category all by himself. You not need, you need not fear anybody, any other.
categories, anybody in any other categories. So the fear of God brings a freedom from fear of everything else. In fact, actually, if you have some anxiety or fear of situations, I'm going to say you need to get that order correct. There's disorder in how you're viewing things. Really, there is disorder. And Peter showed that. What was Peter afraid of? This was a little slave girl that said to him, you were with them. But what, what did that show? What did that demonstrate? That demonstrated that Peter was afraid of whoever was right in front of him at that time. Because don't forget, he denied Christ three times. I mean, to a little slave girl, I don't know the man, I tell you. He had this fear. And then he got it in the right order. And he became fearless. Remember, if God before us, who can be against us? Here's what I'm talking about in terms of the peace that God gives. Look at Isaiah 26, verse, verse 3. Look what God does. Man can't do this for you. I promise you, man can't do this for himself. So he can't, definitely can't do it for you. The steadfast of mind you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. There's a version that says you will keep him in perfect peace because he trusts in you. So the steadfast, what does that mean? Someone who stays fixated on God will be kept in perfect peace. It is impossible to be kept in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on, on anything else because there's nothing else that you can say in creation is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Really, there's nothing else that you can say that about. So you have got to stay fixated on the one that say the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have got to be the one that you stay, uh, that you're focused on, that is able to say because of two immutable things, it's impossible for God to lie. It is impossible. This is the reason why you can't trust in man. Not that man would lie, but man is limited with the information. So man could tell you something yesterday, right? And he may think that it's true and discover more information tomorrow which leads him to believe that it's not. So he told you based on the information he knew at the time, right? Man can be sincere, but he can be sincerely wrong. God cannot. God cannot. And this is why, because of those two immutable things, God's nature, which doesn't change, and the fact that it's impossible for God to lie, you can remain fixated. We need to trust in something that is not changing, right? Something that is not changing. I remember when I got the uh, 
um, the iPhone 11. I remember that. And everyone would say, oh, yeah, greatest thing, greatest thing. I went to change my other phone. Yeah, they'd say, oh, I said, well, that, that, that iPhone, that's, that's old. Oh, that's a, I said, old. I said, it wasn't, was it was only last year. I, oh, yeah, we got the iPhone 13 now. Whoa, whoa, you know, really, in this ever-changing world, really, essentially, you cannot trust in anything. What was great today? Oh, that, that's garbage. Mr. Wilson, oh, that's garbage. The new 13, yeah, it's got a big hard drive. Yeah, it's got there, it's got that. You have to, you have to put your trust in something that doesn't change. Otherwise, you'll be all over the place. This world is designed for people to have mood disorders. How can it not be when everything is fluctuating? Really, how can it not be? There is nothing to be anchored to. Can you imagine somebody with uh, 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 a boat? No, 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 I don't. I just, I just come into port. No, I don't use an anchor. My word, that boat will be all over the place. You know, all over the place. And that's why our moods are all over the place. It's because we need to fixate, be fixed on something. As it says in Isaiah, we need to trust in something that doesn't move, that doesn't change, right? People that trust in people, it's almost, it's kind of silly. It's almost like trust they are trying to put a nail into jello, right? It's not gonna work. It really, it is just not going to work for the simple reason being the nature of human beings, they're forever changing. You can't lean on anything that's forever changing. You have to lean on something that doesn't change. That's where stability comes from. And when you do, you do not need to fear anything, man or anyone, not at all. Because now I have trusted in something that is so big, that is so reliable, that it's my anchor. I know. I am not going to find myself out in the middle of the ocean somewhere because I'm anchored. I am anchored. Trusting in men, I could find myself in the middle of the ocean. And don't get me wrong, not because that person is not being sincere, but because that person is limited, is limited. So they could be being sincere, but realizing that they are sincerely wrong. Listen to what Jerry said last night. I used to think I was so right. We all did. So many of us did. We thought that we were so right. You know, until we got the truth and we realized how wrong we are. So why not us totally, instead of trusting in self, but totally trusting in the one who's always right, who's always going to be right, right? and getting, the, getting this correct order of things right. I am trusting in God, so I do not need to fear man 
or anyone else. Because one of the most horriblest things is that when you have a fear of man, you get coerced. People get coerced all the time because they fear man. And that's what the disciples said in Acts 5.29. We should obey God and not man. That is true. Because I know if all of us obey God and not man, it's always going to have a good outcome. Really, it is always going to have a good outcome for us.